You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, Andre! Don't tell me! everybody and welcome back to another episode of hit the books the money in the bank pay-per-view spectacular that's right it is now money in the bank time so everybody pull out your checking books and start cashing those checks in favor of briefcases i am ryan i see the head writer of monday night raw with me as always is the head writer of friday night smackdown the the mr bank himself mikey manfredi mikey how are you doing Hi, uh, yes, it is I, Mr. Bank. I own the bank. I'm I, I'm here to distribute the briefcases. I, Mr. Bank. Yes, thank you. Yes, first Ms. name, first name, money. Middle name in. in am I uh, first name? First name, money. <laughs> middle name in the. Yes, of course. Naturally, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have these things if you're gonna do it. We gotta, we gotta play the song too, Mikey. We gotta. Oh, this is some goddamn commercial. Get out of here, Space Jam. Get out of here, LeBron. Money. Yeah, baby, it's money in the bank time. Oh yeah! Everybody, everybody, open up your purse, open up your grandmother's purse, and steal it's her the cash. It's the heist of the century. It's the heist of the century. Steal your grandmother's cash for video games. <laughs> I uh, what a terrible song wrestling pay per view. It is, but Ryan, it's Money in the Bank. How are, how else is anyone going to know unless the song says "Money, Money, 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 Money" over and over again? These are true facts. Welcome everybody again to Money in the Bank. If you who this is the first time listening to the show, then you are in for a treat. Uh, every single week, we book our own versions of both Raw and SmackDown. Uh, so you know we've built. <laughs> Built up our brands, built up our stars, built up our champions up to this very moment. The pay-per-view that is Money in the Bank. Uh, we got, of course, the two Money in the Bank matches, along with several championships on the line. I think almost all of I think all of SmackDown's titles are on the line, Mikey. I think I only Indeed got one. They are. <laughs> I only have two matches and only my U.S. titles on the line. So Roman Reigns yes. gets off scot-free. Uh, All SmackDowns are up for grabs. Uh, but yes, an exciting time. Exciting time to do some pay per views. I'm always loving the pay per views. Um, I'm always loving the pay per views. I'm always loving uh, Money in the Bank. I think it's a fun pay per view. Uh, you know, it's it's you know it's a ladder match, and WWE has been using a lot of ladder matches recently. But you know, having a couple people in there, it, it, there's always some fun stuff happening in the Money in the Bank ladder match, Mikey. I agree. Always, always a good time. Um, Ryan, do you have any favorite Money in the Bank moments? What calls to mind? There are a couple of the old ones I can think of. I, you know, the your Shelton Benjamins um, mm-hmm. doing a quick dive off a ladder through into a crowd, basically of people. I think that was at WrestleMania twenty three. I want to say um, maybe twenty four. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I distinctly like. I'm trying to think of the moments that stick in my head. I remember the. 
Uh, Jeff Hardy putting Edge through a ladder. Was that money in the bank? Yes, yes, it was. It was a money in the bank match. It was one of them when it was still at WrestleMania. That was definitely WrestleMania 23. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that's WrestleMania 23. That was cool. That was cool. And that it, was like the first time they did like a through the ladder spot, right? I think that was the first. That was the first time I remember a, a through the ladder. Spot. I think I think they'd done it previously in those like TLC matches with Edge and Christian and the Hardys and Dudleys and whatnot. But it was mm-hmm. definitely like in our in our generation the first time I distinctly remember that spot. And also they played, it was also that spot got played over and over again on the don't try this at home. Yeah. Uh, that, that I, that's why that burns into my memory. Cause it was also like that spot. And then like either, I think Matt Hardy was in the match and then he like came down to check on his brother. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. that part. CM Punk winning it twice. That's always a good moment for me. I remember, I think it was like Andrade and Finn Balor recently did like a, like a cool move that was on to a ladder. I don't know. For me, it's like there's nothing truly memorable about it, especially not any really anymore because um, there's a shit ton of ladder matches. So I see a shit ton of ladder spots every year. But like there's always something that I look at. I'm like, oh, that was a cool move. That was something that ha- that, mm-hmm. that was fun that happened. Uh, and then, you know, the champions. I, I I don't really remember any of the money bank briefcase holders of, of late. But, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, they're, you know, back in the day of like CM Punk's cash in, Ziggler's cash in. Like, I remember all these, th- these sort of, I was about to say, I was about to ask, do you have a favorite cash in? And like, definitely, like you said, the ones that come to mind are like CM Punk, Ziggler, Rollins, right? C- CM Punk cashing in, uh, to win the World Heavyweight Championship. I believe it was on Edge. I believe, but it was post WrestleMania. Edge was celebrating. Batista came out and beat him up. And then CM Punk cashed in. I believe mm-hmm. that that was the moment. And that was that was just a great moment. I remember watching that and I was like, this is awesome. This is what's great. That guy's a star. That guy will always be a star and never lose his love of wrestling. Um, <laughs> that that nice. guy's great. Um, you know, I, I remember that. Like, that's the thing about, like, the money they cash ins is, like, they, like, you got, the thing about it is that you have to build it up and make it, like, a huge surprise. And I always loved it. They did it similarly with the, they did, a, like, a kind of a double swerve where, uh, I want to say Charlotte Flair was the champion. The Iconics made their debut. And then the Money in the Bank briefcase holder, who I believe was Carmella, ran out and cashed in her briefcase. And that was like, a that was the thing that like defined and made Carmella the star was after the whole James Ellsworth double money, the bank women's match, which was nonsense. The yeah. iconics make their debut. Carmella rushes out, does like the same sort of thing. Except we got a debut out of it as well. Uh, and then cashes in. And I was like, that was a great moment. That's, that was a moment. And it's those sort of moments that I, in my head become the sort of defining moments for those characters that you know you're like okay that's Carmella's made CM Punk is made uh you gotta do that you gotta build it up you can't have like a crappy a crappy thing where they just walk out and they're like ha ha we'll do it yeah build the excitement my least favorite one was John Cena's definitely where he was like I'm giving you a week in advance to prepare and it's like oh what fun is where's the fun I think he lost he did because I think that was when the the rock came back right i believe and set so. up cena and set up cena rock too i believe so let me see let me let me see how many people i'm, I'm gonna see <laughs> that'd be a fun game is name who has won the money in the bank briefcase uh because he cashed it in on cm punk who was like the wwe champion for like 300 something days at that point and then the rock came out 
destroyed Cena, Punk won, and then Punk destroyed The Rock. What the moment the Money in the Bank briefcase becomes a pay per view, I start losing track of who is what. Yeah, like, like I mean, Otis won last year. Like I remember the Miz, obviously, but I don't remember Kane. <laughs> I remember, I remember Daniel Bryan holding it. I don't remember Alberto Del Rio. I Nobody think wants I, to remember Alberto Del Rio. I think I vaguely remember that. John Cena, you mentioned Dolph Ziggler, we mentioned Randy Orton. I don't. Damian Sandow, no. <laughs> Uh, Rollins. What about what about Otis? Rollins, I was out of wrestling. Sheamus, I was out of wrestling. Dean Ambrose, I was out of wrestling. Carmella, I remember obviously. Baron Corbin, what a failure of a, that! That guy should have had it. Wasn't he the first the first one to lose a match? No, John Cena. Occasion? John Cena. All oh, right, I all mean, I, I, oh, right, all right, right. I think it's John Cena, and then Damian Sandow was next, and then Baron Corbin. We're all losers. Uh, Bliss and Braun Strowman, Bailey and Brock Lesnar. Oscar and Otis. Oh, Brock Lesnar's was so fucking annoying. It was so dumb. Yeah, dude, just great. dude. He wasn't even in the match. He just showed up and was like, "All right, I'm taking this bye." And, and it was like, "Oh, Mustafa Ali standing there, like what?" Instead of just unhooking it while he's walking to the ring, everyone's screaming at Ali, "Take it, take it!" And- All he had to do was while Brock Lesnar was doing his stupid like bouncing, he had to like da-da. unhook it and be like, "I got it." Yeah, no, that was I was not happy about that. Um, but yeah, I like I don't this I don't really necessarily remember every single like person with it, but like I like there's the moment I think the money in the bank briefcase, no matter what, always serves baby faces way more than it serves heels. Really, I think it's a very good heel. I think it's a very good thing for heels to have. Uh, maybe I'll mend it because I think I'm thinking about it now. I think you're right. I think it's I think having the briefcase is a great heel move, but the cash in is a great baby face moment. Okay. Does that make sense? Like yes. like the Miz holding the briefcase was great because it was like, oh, I'm going to take your title at any point. It was like a thing he had over the the baby face, over the champion. It was like I can take it whenever I want. Uh, and that was like the building the fear, but like the moments of like Carmella's cash in. I guess Carmella's a heel, but she got huge pop. Um, CM Punk's cash in, like these sort of moments. Ziggler's that, cash in. That was when he was a heel and his pop was insane. Yeah, like when the people are behind you, and when you do that, you turn. You you, you should turn them. I was like, come on, come on, guys, let's turn them. Mm-hmm. But like that's to me, those are all the moments. The cash in when you have the crowd behind you. That's a baby face moment or Bro, a baby I face turn. Like, and and we we I can't forget to mention Rollins' cash in to make it the triple threat of Roman Reigns and Lesnar. That was always memorable. They they always play that clip when Money in the Bank comes around, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. the heist of the century. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rollins, like that that image of Rollins just sprinting down the ramp with the briefcase in his hand is like great. Yeah, a money moment, a money moment without a doubt. Everyone knows it's coming. The whole crowd is like his music hits and the crowd explodes because they know it's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, like, and that, and that, because it creates a perfect, perfect babyface moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though, obviously, you know, I, like I said, it's best for uh, heels to use it. I mean, Edge was the first guy to ever have it. Um, and he cashed it on uh, Undertaker, right? I believe. Uh, it. I think that was the second or, one. I, I, he, I'm pretty sure he cashed in at some point on Undertaker, I thought. I think that was the second one, is when the second time he had it mm-hmm. in 07. Because Mr. Kennedy won it at WrestleMania and then Edge beat Mr. Kennedy for it in seven seconds. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mr. Kennedy. The burial. 
Um, all right. Uh, let us get into this actual pay-per-view. Why not, Nike? Let's stop going down Money in the Bank memory lane, and let's start going, making our own memories by talking about what we have in store for our version of Money in the Bank. Mikey, can you tell the kind folks at home uh, what our card's looking like today? Our card, t- our card today is looking like, on the pre-show, kicking us off, we got Authentic taking on the Viking Raiders for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Match number one of the official first match of Money in the Bank. We got the men's Money in the Bank, which is Tommaso Ciampa, Dominic Mysterio, Ricochet, King Corbin, Keith Lee, Finn Balor, Angel Garza, and Sheamus. Then we got the Intercontinental Championship match between Dave Mastiff and Roderick Strong. After that, Piper Niven takes on Sonya Deville uh, with the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line. Then we got Chad Gable versus Dolph Ziggler for the United States Championship in a 20-minute Ironman match. LLC takes on Ali and Alexander. Uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens go at it for the Universal title. And then we have the Women's Money in the Bank, which is Candice LeRae, Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Carmella, Mandy Rose, and Tony Storm. Yes, a very exciting Money in the Bank card, in my opinion, Mikey. Um, we'll get to how we're going to handle the actual men's and women's Money in the Bank matches. And you uh, listeners at home, longtime listeners will remember probably how we do, are going to do this. But let's start off first with the pre-show match just to get our just to get our feet wet in booking. Uh, obviously, you know, we pre- usually we don't reveal our cards until the moment we say what was happening, but... Now it's, mm. I want I like I like these pay per views because we can dive into like why we're making the decisions we're doing. We're not building up to anything unless we are. Uh, <laughs> but we can like reveal, show the curtain a little bit. So Mikey, yeah. talk to me. What is happening in this pre show match of the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Authentic Drew Gulak and Shelton Benjamin, defending their titles against Eric and Ivar of the Viking Raiders? So this match came about when Authentic, uh, basically after Authentic won the titles, and they realized that. To get to, to winning these titles, they basically beaten the entire SmackDown tag team roster, mm-hmm. uh, and they were looking for more of a challenge. And the Viking Raiders, uh, who were a a grab from Raw, yes. ended up making their their SmackDown re debut or debut. I don't remember if they've been on SmackDown before uh, to to challenge Authentic for the tag team championships. Uh, they they won they won quote unquote their match on the go home show, mm-hmm. uh, which got them this match because Authentic uh, did a little bit of a DQ finish where they beat down the Viking Raiders with chairs and uh, trapped Ivar's arm in the chair and uh, jumped off the top rope and uh, slammed the chair in his arm. Yeah. So yeah. they're trying to take him out before before the match even gets here, and now we have this tag team championship match. Trying, They knew that they were probably going to lose the battle, so they're hoping to win the war by weakening yes. Ivar and Eric. Yes, and win the war they do when they retain their SmackDown Ooh. tag team championships. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Do we have any cheaty tactics, I imagine? I imagine we're working over that arm. Of course, of course, working over that arm. Uh, the arm's definitely bandaged up on Ivar's side, you know. Okay. Uh, they're not. The Viking Raiders definitely aren't going in this one at one hundred percent. Okay. Uh, a lot of authentic doing a lot of double team moves, keeping Ivar away from Eric in the corner, and just like working his arm, like you said, doing like doing like wrapping it around the ropes when the ref's not looking, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and real, eventually, real just, cheaty McGeeties over here. Real cheaty McGeeties, yeah. Um, and then. There's one, and then uh, yeah, that it just becomes too much, and eventually authentic get the upper hand and take it home. 
Okay, well, congratulations to Authentic for retaining their titles. Unless I don't want to... Well, I probably don't want to congratulate them, because they are cheating McGeats, <laughs> as been previously are, established. Yes, indeed they are. Uh, well, how dare you, cheating McGeats. <laughs> uh, okay, well, then they're very nice. Very nice. What's the... What scene... Do you, what, what, do you have, what's the plan for Authentic moving forward? I mean, what, like you said, they've beaten a lot of people. But what are they... Where are they going? Do you have an idea? I think that the authentic Viking Raiders feud might not be over just yet. Mm-hmm. I think the plan is to continue this a little bit and ride it out a little bit more. Cause I really like this feud a lot. Just like two big burly boys versus like the, the guys who are like the, t- t- the technical boys. Right. It's like yeah. just, it's just a good matchup. And I really like uh, these two feuding. Uh, so I think I might keep it for a bit. We'll see what happens, though. That's fair. Yeah, no. Uh, with SummerSlam around the corner, obviously uh, Viking Raiders would prefer to have maybe a better... Uh, um, you know, it, I don't want to say easier. What the word is, What's the word? The word would be something like uh, they want to have a fair contest, probably. Yeah. Um, maybe that's probably a no-rules no match some, of some variety. Uh, but yeah, I like it. Brain versus Brawn right here. Bring back the old uh, last last team standing match. Ooh, yeah, last team standing. The the SmackDown the SmackDown invented. Yes, the hit the books a ridge. Hit the uh, books original. Beautiful. Well, let's. Uh, I love it, Mikey. Uh, well, let's get into the next match, which is of of course the men's Money in the Bank match. That's the uh, real test of wits here. Um, if you this is your first time listening, uh, we got the men's Money in the Bank match, and how we're going to handle this is that Mikey and I. Uh, do not know who is going to win uh, this match. We both have no we both have our individual picks, but who is going to win? Um, and maybe that's what we should maybe that's what we should do, Mikey. Hold on, let me get outside out, uh, inside shit. Yeah, let's pull back the curtain here. Should we fight over which brand wins, or should we fight over our? individual overall picks like you can pick out of any one of the eight versus just your four i think what oh that's an interesting so instead of maybe instead maybe like instead of gamifying it we just try to try to pick a winner out of these eight yes we're fighting over we're no but we're fighting over we're gamifying the pick who, okay. who gets the right to decide oh instead of fighting over brands because what we did last time was we had the two brands go head to head right and yes. then whoever won got to pick who they who who won the briefcase, yeah? Yes. Okay. But instead you're saying just have our picks fight? Yes. Got it. Interesting. Does that make does that make sense? We're doing the same thing as we would before about having instead, like brand. But versus... instead of it being a four on four, it's a one on one. Uh no, I think we still do a four on four, but then whoever wins, the winner gets to pick the overall winner of either brand. Oh, yes. okay. Yes, okay. that's what I'm thinking. What do you think? Gotcha, gotcha. I like that. Okay, well, we'll do that. Uh, so f- there, we're going to go four on four. Uh, Mikey's obviously going to pick his uh, SmackDown side. I'm going to pick my Raw my roster. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins between the two of us, we'll explain the gamifying rules in a bit, but whoever wins the, between the two of us will get the the booking decision. They'll get the pen. They'll get the booking pen and paper. They get to decide who is Mr. Money in the Bank out of, out of any, any of these eight men. Out of any of these eight men. Uh, so 
shake the shaking hands, Mikey. I think I think we're in agreement here. Shake, 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 shake. shake. Uh, oh God, I got a milkshake all over me. Um, okay, cool. So the gamifying, we've done it before. Oh, all the boys are in the yard. <laughs> oh shit, the boys are here. Oh no, the boys—they showed up. <laughs> um, perfect. Uh, well then, uh, we've done this game before. If you've listened to previous episodes, basically, uh, it's kind of like D and Ding sort of gaming play. We're gonna roll a d20 we have our four sides here um who's who's on what side what do we got here uh uh, blah 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 blah. we got the blue side is this side red side is this side i gotta figure out who who's been who is on which roster um but basically we got um eight we'll have four versus four uh, we're going to roll a D20. Each of us are going to roll a D20 on, uh, and you know, whoever has the higher number will be able to then hit one of the other wrestlers. It's almost like we're trying to simulate the fighting aspect of the match, uh, to attack someone, you roll a D6 and whatever, uh, number you get on that D6, uh, is how much damage you're going to going to do to someone. Each wrestler has 10 hit points. Uh, on a, if you roll a 20 on the D20, then you can heal someone for three health points. Uh, on a if you roll a one, the damage you receive is going to be doubled. Um, so it could be could be pretty bad. Uh, so Mikey, are you? I think I gotta I gotta fucking write these names down. But are you pretty much ready? I am pretty much ready. Okay, let me write these names down. We got Mysterio, Corbin, Balor, and Sheamus on the raw side. Sorry, on the SmackDown side, on the Raw side, we have Ciampa, we have Lee, we have Ricochet, and we have Garza. So, Mikey, yes. let us... God damn it, Space Jam! Get out of here, LeBron! Let's do it! Put that in the background. Okay, let's do this. I got my... Where did my days go? <laughs> I lost my days immediately. Uh, yeah, you can pop on over to the... Uh, Yep, I am here, ready to go. Okay, let me give every let's give everybody ten points, ten yes. ten ten HPs. Okay, Mikey, let's roll this D twenty. Ready? Yes. Here we go. Ooh, seventeen. I rolled a thirteen. Ooh, baby, yeah, coming out strong at the top. What do we got to dice roll? Oh, a six. A six. Ooh, big big damage right off the top. Dominic Mysterio gets hit. Wow, rude. <laughs> get him out of here. All right, fine. Get his ass. Get his ass out of here. Get his ass. Oh god, my dice. Fourteen. Oh, I rolled a four. Not looking good for SmackDown to start here. Six again. Oh my god. Right down the line, King Corbin. Oh no, this is not looking good at all. Not looking good whatsoever for SmackDown. Got to pick up the paces. 10. 14. All right. Get some damage back here for me. Uh, yeah. A five. Oh, okay. We're we're trading haymakers here. Let's hit Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Katharian Lee. Yes. Is that that his name? Katharian Lee. (laughs) Leviathan. (laughs) Uh, here we go. Jesus Christ, a four. Thirteen. God dang it, of course. All right. Listen, I needed to get some damage back. A two. Not as good, but <laughs> I'm going to hit Ricochet. Okay, that brings Ricochet down to eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that number not as sexy as I would like. 
Oh, speaking of numbers that are not as sexy, I got a one. I got a sixteen. Okay, well, right. whatever you roll is going to be doubled, so... Ooh, I could take somebody out right here, Ryan. You could. I could take somebody out right here. Oh, I rolled a one. <laughs> okay, so you can't take anybody. So I can't take somebody out. <laughs> but that gets uh, but doubled to two. I can somebody for two damage. Yeah, baby. Uh, Garza, take it. Alright, Garza gets down to eight. That's to be my butt. Take two damage, Garza. <laughs> Okay, so overall, SmackDown's health is 28, Raw's health is 31. Alright. Okay, let's do this. Four. Fifteen. Alright, SmackDown coming back. God dang it. Ooh, that's a four damage. I'm gonna hit Tommaso Ciampa, the only one still at ten health. Everyone on my roster is taking damage. Raw health now finally below SmackDown's. 27 overall, right. 28 of SmackDown. To be fair, you got into double good haymakers right off, right off the top here. That's fair. Four. I also rolled a four. Okay, the, what, we gotta roll it again. Yep. Two. Seven. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Perfect. All right, all right, the comeback begins. Six. Six. Ricochet, take six. Oh, my God. You could have taken that Champa right then and there, but instead, Ooh, going for a Ricochet. Yeah. Raw health, 21. SmackDown, 28. Ooh, Ryan, plummeting. I'm plummeting. Ten. Please. Four. <laughs> I rolled a five. So let's All take right. out, let's take uh, Seamus down to five. Whoops. Oh no. Oh my god, there we go. That's the comeback wow. I needed. Big. All right. All right. It's getting close. This, this, this is uh, closer than I'd like to admit. Yes, three. Uh, 13. God, god dang it. <laughs> Ten more. The dice are not on your side today, Ryan. No, they're not. Another six. <laughs> god dang Let's it. Take out Tommaso Ciampa. No. Dunzo Bunzo. Tommaso Ciampa's out of here. Smackdown health. Overall team health. 23. Raw 15. Just that a couple of rolls. Just a couple of rolls could be it for me. 12. Eight. Okay, and I got a four my D6. So All let's, right, you can take somebody out of here. Mysterio, let's get him out of here. All right, get all right. If we're good. Down to three people a pop. Four. Ooh, I rolled a three. <laughs> and I rolled a six. Oh, no. Balor, down to four. Oof, all right, all right. The t- how the turntables. Uh, Mysterio, gone. Corbin, Balor at four. Sheamus at five. That's a total team health of 13. Choppa gone. Lee, five. Ricochet, two. Garza, eight. That's a raw health, team health of 15. Oh, how the turntables. Oh, ho, ho, ho. and that's a 20. Oh, I rolled an 18. That's a I thought tw- I was good. I can heal someone for three. I'm going to heal. I'm going to heal. I'm going to heal Keith Lee. I thought I was good with an 18. And I rolled a five. Oh, uh, Seamus. Right, taking somebody out here. Seamus, gone. Oh no, this is not looking good for me anymore. SmackDown's team health at 8. Raw health ben, at 18. This is back and forth. 10 point difference. 19. That's 20, baby. No! no! <laughs> who, do you, who do you like to heal? Uh, let's see. I'm going to heal... Can I bring somebody back or no? No. Alright, I'm going to heal Balor for 3 then. Okay, so that brings me up to 7. Uh, uh, and then I'm going to hit... Let's see. And I'm going to hit... Uh, I'm going to take out Ricochet because I have rolled 3. Okay, so Ricochet down to zero. <sighs> Balor just, like, sucked Ricochet's health out. Exactly, exactly. He's a vampire. That's his new gimmick. <laughs> He's a vampire. Uh, what is that? That is a nine. A 15. Oh, my God. 
Anybody's game still. A six! Oh, I'm glad I healed somebody. Garza, take six. Okay, Garza's down to two. SmackDown's team health is 11. Raw's is 10. This is, this is getting down to the wire. Ah, two on my D20. An eight. An eight. That's another six. Keith Lee <laughs> takes six. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is not going well for me. Oh, wait, sorry. He takes six, so he's down to two as well. Raw yes. health. I have just Lee and Garzu with two points of health. I need to get a comeback here. That's a nine. Oh, I rolled an eight. Okay, I, got, I rolled a one on damage, so we'll hit Balor for... <laughs> hit Balor for one. Whoops. Hit Balor for one. Brings him down to a six. Brings him down to killing range. <laughs> All right. Anybody's game here. still. Oh, no, that's not a good one. 11. Four. Okay, I rolled a one. <laughs> damage as well. <laughs> you Listen, you're playing the slow game. So I'll hit Corbin. Okay. Corbin Balor. Nine to four here. Yeah, nine to four. Oof. 17. 10. And I rolled a five for damage. Oof, big damage. Now, not a fan. Do I take out Balor? No, I can't take out Balor, but do I take out Corbin or do I take out a giant chunk of change from Balor? Oh, that's a tough decision. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit Balor for five. Bring him down to one. Oh, all right, four to four. Four to four. Helpful. HP tied up. HP. We got a close battle here. Close match. The dice, of, the dice are speaking to us. Ten. Eighteen. That's five. Take out Keith Lee. Oh no. We should tell you folks at home that uh, this does not result like whoever all, whoever's left over isn't the winner because obviously it could be more than one person yeah uh but uh but yes i just want to make that clear garza's not gonna win this kind of hey listen destiny destiny right, calls destiny. destiny does call for garza 16 12 that's a three i rolled a three oh, on damage dying. corbin's gone Oh, down to Garza versus Balor. Balor with one health Two point. HP to one HP. This roll will decide it. Who gets to? Unless I get it and roll a one. Yeah, I guess that's true. Which would be very funny. This roll, more than likely, will decide it. Who will be? Who gets to decide? Who is Mister Money in the Bank, Money Mikey? The bank. One roll of time. D twenty. Oh, what's not a good one? Eighteen. Seven. And let's roll the dice for fun then. That's a two. Does not All matter. Right. Balor's done. Garza Destiny. <laughs> Garza's Destiny is. <laughs> the irony. The irony. I, of... He said it was Destiny. He was correct, clearly. He said it was Destiny, and he was correct. Garza's the man that helps me win the Mr. Money in the Bank booking decision, Mikey. Unbelievable. Oh my god. So now I have to decide then. That is the match. So now I have to decide who is Mr. Money the Bank Mikey. Yes, that is up to you now. You get to decide who wins the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Man. It could be anybody. It could be SmackDown. It could be Raw. It's up to you. Okay, I'm going to take out the obvious people. You're going to take out, I know, no Dominic Mysterio, no King Corbin, I know. No. <laughs> For God's sakes, no. No Dominic Mysterio, because no Because you have, you have no sense of adventure. No Garza. <laughs> no Garza. 
Not even with Destiny on his side? Uh, no, I'm going to thank him for it, but not going give him, to give him the redemption there. Ricochet is tempting, so I'll keep him around. Champa is tempting. I mean, to be real with you, yes. since, since, since it doesn't matter anyway, Champa would have been my pick. That's oh, interesting. Uh, Finn Balor, I really like. Sheamus is interesting, but I don't think Sheamus is going to be it. For me, it's down to Balor, Lee, Ricochet, and Champa. For me, my story, I think, makes sense for it to be Lee, Ricochet, or Champa. But Balor holding the briefcase is interesting. It's a definite divide away from the Styles tag team. Mm-hmm. And an eventual Finn Balor-Kevin Owens match. Assuming or, Kevin Owens retains the title. Like, or Finn Balor-Roman Reigns. Or Finn Balor-Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins wins tonight. Or Finn Balor-Seth Rollins. These are all extremely sexy matchups. Yes. But do these matchups need to happen with the briefcase? Who do I want to give that pop to? Who needs that pop eventually? Or the heat that comes with the briefcase? I would have loved, personally, I would have loved Champa to win so I can get my, so I can get the Champa cashing in on Roman Reigns angle. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we have that angle, I guess, Mikey. Like, whether yeah. I book that angle. That's what I would have wanted. At least. I'm because think, that seems that seems very fun. I think we're going to go with. I'm going to be in agreement with you, Mikey. I'm going to go with Tommaso Ciampa. Is your right. Mister Money in the Bank? Tommaso Ciampa winning it. And I'm going to assume One Nation helps him. I'm going to assume Probably. Cruz and Tazawa help him. Maybe Keith Lee was close. But Cruz mm-hmm. and Tazawa take out Keith Lee, put him through a ladder, yeah, tip, maybe? Yeah, tip, tip the ladder over and, like, put him through another one, yeah. Yeah, that's on the barricade. I think mm-hmm. that's the moment. I think Finn Balor was very close. But Tommaso Ciampa. Finn Balor is a very sexy uh, person in general. Uh, I mean, yes. But Tommaso Ciampa. Have you seen Have you seen those apps? Washboard. Washboard, baby. Uh, but I like Tommaso Ciampa. I think there's interesting dialogue there. I think without the U.S. title, it gives Ciampa something else that's very interesting. You know, he can maybe also defend that. You know, I like briefcase defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's very interesting now that Tommaso Ciampa... I think the plan for Roman and his faction, One Nation, was always to have the brief, get the briefcase and retain the briefcase. Mm-hmm. But now that Ciampa has it... And there has been some sort of like kind, you know, very minimum fraying, but not much. Maybe we ramp up that fraying to eventually consider, maybe Ciampa considers going into business for himself. Um, but does that kick him out of One Nation does if he, he does that? Or also, Ciampa could, Ciampa could go after the Universal Championship and One Nation could have the Universal and WWE Championship. Ooh, Tommaso Ciampa cashes in on Kevin Owens. And then One Nation has the WWE and Universal Championships. Yes. Basically ruling WWE. Yes. Yes. That is that is an insane proposition. Um, but we'll find out, I guess, later, because the winner of the Mr. Money in the Bank briefcase is, of course, Tommaso Ciampa. I love it. Okay. Uh, with that said, let's move into the next match, Mikey. Yes, let's do that. Uh, next match is going to uh, be okay. Dave Mastiff, the Intercontinental Champion. Taking on Roderick Strong, uh, defending mm-hmm. his title one more time against Roddy Strong. 
Can yes. Roddy Strong finally do it? Will Timothy Thatcher have something to say? Probably not. It's Timothy Thatcher, baby. Uh, <laughs> but Mikey, what's happening here? Uh, so this match, we all know, has been building up for a while. These two have been feuding since the last pay-per-view, or since before the last pay-per-view. Tommaso Ciampa has wanted to get his hand. Or, or, sorry, I'm still stuck on last match. Roger Strong has wanted to get his hands on Dave Mastiff for a while, and Dave Mastiff's Intercontinental Championship. Uh, he's been he's been like waiting for Dave Dave Mastiff to challenge him, and then when he finally did, he took it kind of as a personal offense because mm-hmm. he because Dave Mastiff was the way he described it was Dave Mastiff challenging people who who know he knows he could beat. Yeah, uh, and Roger Strong wasn't quite uh, happy about getting the challenge because it made him think that oh, you don't see me as a threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Roger Strong uh, took offense to that and attacked Dave Mastiff the night before, I believe, Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. uh, or the, the the show before Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a they had a, a little bit of a feud. They had an Intercontinental Championship match. Roger Strong lost. Uh, then Roger Strong throughout the whole last few weeks has been saying he's not done with Mastiff. He wants Mastiff again. Mastiff graciously accepting because he is a fighting champion. Um, and these two are going at it again for the Intercontinental Championship. Roger Strong trying to fulfill what he thinks is his own destiny. That is true. That is true. Um, very intrigued by the outcome here. Very intrigued. Will Mastiff be able to put Strong away for good or will Strong get that destiny, get that get that destiny fate card, that trap card? Uh, well, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, was just, I know I'm just hyping up your goddamn match, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Ryan, not to beat around the bush, but in the end, destiny is fulfilled when Roger Strong wins the Intercontinental Championship. There we go. The 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 leader of kind of the Diamond Mind. Yeah, a name a, a name I have not come up with yet. A name that is not used, not come up with. Roddy Strong. Sheamus, I imagine, is probably not there. He's probably beat up for the ladder match. But Timothy yeah. Thatcher probably celebrates with Roddy Strong winning. Yeah, he comes. Timothy Thatcher at no point get at no point gets involved in this match. Just like Roger Strong said last week, he said he may, he was gonna make sure it was a one on one because Roger Strong knows he's good enough in the ring to do it on his own. Uh, so Timothy Thatcher does not come out until afterwards to celebrate with Roger Strong. Very nice, very nice. Because that's the bond that they they have together. Is that oh we can wrestle. You don't need, don't get involved mm-hmm. in my matches. Yeah. Uh, very nice. I'm glad Rowdy Strong finally was able to win it. Uh, I made a point last time at one at one point that I was like, Rowdy Strong needs to win this, or what the hell is happening with Rowdy Strong? But yeah, uh, he does that. He, he I I, basically, I took those words to heart clearly. Yeah. yeah uh, but I like it. I think Massive had a solid run there. I think Massive had a very solid run mm-hmm. um, as part of the Intercontinental Champion. Now that and he's no, have, and, and now there's a setup for a rubber match at SummerSlam. Ooh. Ooh. The one makes me because it's one on one right now. It's one to one right now. This is true. You can set up a rubber match, but you know what I'm also seeing down the line. What is? I have no idea what your decision is for the Universal Championship. When I'm looking at it, I'm like, Seth Rollins wins the Universal Championship. What if Dave Massif challenges for it? <laughs> it all comes back around. Oh, the forever feud. Mastiff uh, challenging his former mentor for the Universal Championship would be very good. The tables have turned. Uh, now it's now it's Mastiff challenging for the title. Yes. Uh, oh my god, that would be crazy. Um, okay, well there we go. Uh, a solid start. A lot of heels winning up top. But let's see if that uh, can change for the next match, Mikey. It is for the SmackDown Women's Champion, Champion Piper Niven taking on Sonya Deville in that rematch clause there. Uh, will Sonya Deville get the championship back in her grasp, or Piper, N- Piper Niven hold on? So, okay, so this match, 
uh, has been building for a bit. Uh, Piper Niven won the title off of Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville wasn't quite happy about it. Yeah, uh, she didn't like the circumstances under she un, under the way she lost it, even though she lost fair and square. But of course, she kept making excuses. Of course, uh, so she kept taking out everyone basically in front of her in line, so she can keep taking on Piper Niven mm-hmm. uh, basically as much as she wants to try to get her title back. Uh, but Piper Niven has beaten her again and retained her title, and basically Sonya's doing a last ditch effort to get her title back one last time. Yes, this is factual. This is true. And this is factual. Uh, in this one, Piper Niven does retain her title. Okay, uh, beating beating Sonya Deville. Uh, and after the match, mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a spot where Sonya Deville uh, meets Piper Niven in the ring face to face after the match while she's holding up her title. Uh, and then uh, Sonya Deville sticks her hand out. The two shake hands, hug it out. And Sonya Deville congratulates Piper Niven. Boom, Sonya Deville face turn. Fulfilling my randomizer from the Go Home Show. You're welcome. Very nice, Mikey. Very, very nice. Putting it all back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice. No, yeah, I like it. You end it with uh, respect. Respect is, has been earned mm-hmm. uh, from Piper Niven. So Piper Niven gets that last bit of respect from the former champion, Sonya Deville. Piper Niven. Uh, got uh, quite the setup for a solid reign here, I would argue. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I, I'm very excited to see what other matches Piper Niven has down the line. I mean, uh, we already, Piper Niven already has another challenger coming up, possibly. Uh, this is true. Shayna Baszler did throw the gauntlet down. And Tony Storm is also looking for Piper Niven as well. Tony Storm looking for redemption, uh, looking for revenge against her tag team partner for oh. some reason. <laughs> On- Tony Tony Storm is upset that uh, Piper Niven keeps getting the spotlight is what's happening and she she won the spotlight for herself so Tony Storm did turn on Piper Niven after she won her title the first time uh, breaking apart the tag team uh, and now Tony Storm's in the money in the bank so we'll see what happens on top of that you have both of those competitors Shayna Baszler and, and Tony Storm in the women's money in the bank but then also you could have uh, someone else on Smackdown either Carmella or Bianca Belair win the briefcase and now you got a third person to Piper Niven so uh, <laughs> you know you got a got a laundry list of a rogues gallery if you will Indeed. Uh, brewing uh, all right, well, let's go into the next match. It's Chad Gable taking on Dolph Ziggler with Robert Roode. A 20-minute Ironman match for the United States Championship. Uh, of course, Chad Gable's championship here. Uh, a, a, a solid match I'm going for here. Um, and obviously, there's going to be wrestling, but uh, Dolph Ziggler is going to cheat. Obviously, the, the conceit of, of this is. the conceit of this was Dolph Ziggler is like, oh, I can wrestle, I can do this, but him and Rude are going to cheat the entire time. Of course, time. they are. That, that's just who they are because they're the dirty dogs, baby. Chad Gable, however, is able to get the first points on the board, but only because Dolph Ziggler hits him in the back with a steel chair uh, and beats him down even more with that steel chair. So he he gives up the point to Gable, but he's hoping that he's like, like we said earlier to lose that battle and eventually win the war. Um, uh, Dolph Ziggler gets another move, uh, gets the zigzag on Gable eventually gets another two points uh, and helps, you know, rude helps him with uh, having his feet on the ropes and holds it down there. Um, uh, Gable just can't get it. Eventually, the referee kicks Robert Roode out of the arena. Chad Gable is able to turn around, get a pinfall, get a second pinfall. It's all tied up, and the time runs out. 
We go. We get another couple minutes of sudden death, and Chad Gable is able to retain the championship when it comes down to pure wrestling. Chad Gable wins. Chad Gable is indeed able. He is indeed. He was indeed able. Uh, so the congratulations to Chad Gable on retaining your United States championship. All right. I like it. I like it. I think that's a bad result. Makes sense. Uh, I, I like it. I like this battle. I like Rude getting kicked out, uh, towards the end. And I like it, have, uh, it being a pure wrestling match between Ziggler and Gable and Gable getting the win there because that's definitely Gable's strong suit. Yeah. Uh, and it begs the question, can Dolph Ziggler win without Robert Rude? Can he do win? The, do the dirty dogs need to be together? Do, yes, this is true. This is true. Uh, and it well, one, he's not as good as wrestlers Chad Gable. Do they need to be together? Um, well, I mean, you could argue that he does need Robert Roode because when Robert Roode got kicked out, Chad Gable won the match. Mm-hmm. So you could argue that's what was helping. Well, that's why. That's why the question was raised. Right? Uh, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but uh, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, dive into that story on a later note. I'm excited to see if we do. Um, what am I, the author? Um, <laughs> all right, uh, then that is that. Let's move right along to the next match, Mikey. Yes, why don't we? Uh, I believe the next match is, of course, the LLC taking on the new heel team of Ali and Alexander, MVP's new associates. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, LLC uh, seemingly exploded, uh, but MVP took that uh, distraction of an explosion. Uh, was able to form his new group, get Ali and Alexander underneath his wing uh, as able as honestly, you can maybe argue people who he's better able to control. Uh, so we got the LLC taking on Ali and Alexander here. Uh, and Mikey, I'm going to tell you this much. It is Ali and Alexander that pick up the win over the former champions in LLC. Wow. Big win for the, the new the new heel team. Big win for M- uh, MVP's newest associates. Does MVP help them? Probably a little bit um, to win, but it's more so his guidance, I would argue. it's not He's not cheating to win. He is guiding them to victory, showing that MVP is a solid manager and helping them get the win and why it's also a great idea to go under MVP's wing. So LLC, MVP lists, uh, lose their first match. Maybe they underestimated Ali and Alexander as well. Uh, who knows? But Ali and Alexander get the victory here. What I like here is the idea that you could possibly use this win uh, for MVP and Ali and Alexander as like an advertisement, so MVP can get more people under his wing, and like Ooh, yeah. the like this small little LLC, like, yeah, part two can grow into something big, you know? Yeah, maybe they'll go from an LLC to like the corporation. Yeah, uh, uh, the MVP family office. MVP, yeah, the MVP corporation. Yeah, MVP no. core. MVP. The core? No, we can't do that. We can't do the core. (laughs) But it's spelled differently. No, no, no. We still can't do the core. MVP, Uh, like, unlimited. Yeah. MVP, MVP unlimited. Oh, maybe that's the, oh, maybe that's what it is. It's UN space. The shark tank. That's hilarious. Uh, UN space LTD period. Because LTD is the abbreviation for limited. That's pretty good. Unlimited. That's pretty good. That's a solid name, Mike. I'm gonna That's write a that. solid name. I'm going to write that down. Un- Instead of LLC, they're now Unlimited. Ooh. Unlimited. That's a great-ass name. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Unlimited. 
it looks it looks weird, but you know, it's great. I think it's, it's I think it's solid. I think it's a solid name. Unlimited. Uh what does the un stand for? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um uh, Unlimited. A pretty beautiful, perfect. Well there we go. Uh Ollie and Alexander, the possible people of Unlin Unlimited un, un un Unlimited. Actually well, a brain fart there. Win the match over LLC. Yeah, alright. I like it. I like it. Uh, moving into the next match, Mikey. Huge match. Universal Huge Championship match. match Universal here. Championship on the line, yeah. Between Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. Uh, this one came about because uh, Kevin Owens beat Sami Zayn for the Universal Championship, but then Seth Rollins uh, spoiled Kevin Owens' celebration by saying, hey, Kevin Owens, I beat you two weeks ago, and I deserve a shot at your championship because I know I can beat you. Mm-hmm. And I pinned the champion before. Uh which led to uh, Sami Zayn not being too happy about that because Sam, uh, Seth Rollins wouldn't have been able to win if it wasn't for Sami Zayn's interference. Mm-hmm. So Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn had a number one contenders match, uh, and Seth Rollins came out on top to get this match with Kevin Owens. They had a contract signing last week, uh, which they, they had a little bit of a nice back and forth, and now we are here for this Universal title match. And in this one, Kevin Owens retains the Universal Championship. Not a huge surprise for me uh, for Kevin Owens to retain it uh, because it's like I think this is like his first big defense, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So not a big yes. surprise here. I think it was a solid first defense. I think this is one of those matches where you're like you just hope you, the outcome is probably going to be Owens, but you're expecting more so a better match uh, uh, than uh, I guess story point. This is all match. This is all like we're trying to put on a good match between Owens and Rollins, I feel. Yes, absolutely. Just trying to put on a nice, solid match, have a good, a good first defense for Owens here, uh, and just make sure it's an awesome, awesome match to show that Owens uh, is going to be a good champion. Oh yeah, I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait! I I like the idea, and I I don't know about you, and it's got plenty of history in our universe. Um, I would love to see eventually a Kevin Owens versus Undisputed Era feud for the universal championship yes that's a that's a feud idea especially the history that's there i like the idea of kevin owens versus mastiff i like the idea of kevin owens versus dominic mysterio yeah all very good uh especially kevin owens dominic mysterio and I think Owens, guys, I think you have lots of contenders or lots of challenges for Owens. I think Finn Balor's one, Styles is one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, more are available. Uh, uh, maybe the boys in the diamond mine. Who the boys in the diamond? Quote unquote the 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 gold standard, the diamond. The gold standard, yeah. Uh, the gold quarry. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the quarry. <laughs> Interesting, <laughs> the quarry. Um, you know, I, I think Kevin Owens has lots of challengers ahead of him. So, c- good job, Kevin Owens. Although, I think we I think we came up with this team name like a couple weeks ago. I'm still very partial to Strong Style. What if Roderick Strong and AJ Styles teamed up together? I mean, yes, but I was talking about Strong Thatcher and uh, Sheamus being Strong Style. I think that's very cool. I like that too. I like that too. It would, and then and then they feud of AJ Styles. Yes, <laughs> for the right of his last name. <laughs> Strong Styles. <laughs> Strong Styles, yeah. That, that, uh, that, that's the tag team name. For, that's, that would absolutely be, if Roderick Strong and AJ Styles got into a tag team name, they would definitely be Strong Styles. Strong Styles, I love it. Um, well then, beautiful, Mikey. Uh, that is that. Now let's move into our main event, which is, of course, the women's Money in the Bank match. 
Yes, so we have another game to play. More game ahead of us. More game ahead of us. Same rules are on the line. Re- rolling a d20 to see who can hit each other. Rolling a d6 to see how much damage we do. There's some special stuff. You roll d20 or a d1. And of course, the winner gets to decide, gets the pen and paper to decide who is Miss Money in the Bank. Lots Absolutely. of solid contenders here. Uh, on you got uh, Candice LeRae, Bianca Belair, uh, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Mandy Rose, Carmella, Shayna Baszler, and Tony Storm. Yeah, a, a pretty awesome Money in the Bank, if you ask me. Yes, a tough decision too, because a lot of these people. We talked about this earlier, I think last episode. A lot of these people honestly could win it. <laughs> I have my idea of who I want to win if I if I win this game. Me as well, so I'm very intrigued to see what happens. But let us get into the game. Why not, Mikey? Yeah, let's do it. Get, no ad a, this time. No ad this time. I just kept playing the music in the background the entire time. Volume off. Um, okay, well then let's get into it, Mikey. Same sort of rules before. Let's roll that d20. Yes, let's do it. Get right into it. Get right into it. Not a good start here. <laughs> me neither. A nine. An eight. Oh, okay, very nice. Uh, Rule a six. Oh, oh my god, again coming out with the haymakers. Carmella gets down to four. Jeezy, Jesus. Big hit, big hit. Starting All off right, that one. one's better. Uh, 11. 16. Cool, bang. All right. That's a four. Uh, Ripley, take four. Okay, Ripley down to six. Going after Rhea Ripley, I see. Uh-huh. Don't appreciate it, Mikey. I don't appreciate it one bit. A 10. Three. That's a five as well. Ryan so, coming up with the heavy hits here. Shayna Baszler down to five. Wow. All right. A lot of big hits. Whew. 16. 17. Ah, oh, dang it. Got there. Five. All right. Oh, my Morgan, God. take five. <laughs> Oh my god, what well, is she? This one's gonna be quick, apparently. Liv Morgan joining a jazz group. She's taking five. Here we go, next up. I know that song. Let's play that song. Ooh, Nelly! 20! 7. 20. Well, let's heal Liv Morgan. She's going to heal for three points, back up to eight. I wrote a three for my damage. Alright, who's taking three damage here? Uh, Bianca Belair. She'll go, All right. she'll go down to seven. I don't like this. Now, SmackDown team health is 26. Raw's team health is 34. Seven. Eight. Sucker. A lot of close D20 rolls here. Four. Uh, Rose, take four. Okay. Rose down to six. Spread that damage around a little bit. Spread spread the wealth. Uh, (laughs) Thirteen. A four. Okay, and I got the damage for two. Alright, not too bad, not too bad. So Belair will go down from 7 to 5. Take that. Alright. 6 point team difference. 5. 6. God dang it! Stop beating me with one roll. That's uh, fine, I rolled a 1 anyway. Larray, get out of 10. Uh, okay, so what, Larray's down to 9? Yes. Woohoo! I get nervous. The music's helping me. We get nervous. Yeah. Get real nervous. 2. Nine. Oh, okay, I mean, come on. I mean, who would have guessed it? Four. Uh, Morgan's taking four. Okay, Morgan down to four. Her and Ripley are in killing range. And Rose yeah. as well. I mean, so was my entire team, so. Well, Storm still got ten, so you're still good. Except for Storm, yeah. Ooh! 
Dab. Is that another nat 20 you rolled over there? Uh-huh. I rolled a four. Nat 20. Morgan's getting healed again. <laughs> uh, back up to seven. Uh, damage is a two. So let's put that right. damage on Tony Storm. Tony Storm down to eight. Yeah, I saw that coming. SmackDown team health is 22. Raw's team health is 28. Three. I rolled a one. Oh, Mikey. The one, Mikey. I wrote a four on damage. That's not. You can just take out Tony Storm right here, and I will take oh, out Tony no. Storm right here. Oh. Tony Storm's Mikey wrote a one that makes that four, four double to eight. Tony Storm has eight, so she's oh. down to zero. What a bad thing that just happened. That's a huge loss. Twelve, eight. Not looking good for SmackDown here. Uh, one point of damage, so I'll hit Baszler with one, bring him down to four. SmackDown. I need a big comeback here. 15 point health team difference. Raw's at 28. SmackDown's at 13. 6. 18. Okay, here we go. Maybe a little bit of a comeback here, Mikey. 6. All right. Good, good start. Good start. I'm taking out Ripley. Taking out Ripley. Ripley's gone. That's a huge hit. Mikey, you needed it. You needed it. Needed something. Close that gap. 15 point gap. Close it. Uh, 11. 15. Another another move for Mikey. Can he get it? Four damage. Uh, let's hit Morgan for four. Morgan for four? Down to three. Will I be able to heal her thrice? <laughs> I need a nice 20 right now. I need to heal somebody. Five. 18. Mm-hmm. Didn't get the 20, but no? still getting still putting damage on the board. Yeah. Four. Uh, Lorraine's taking four. Lorraine's taking four. Lorraine down to five. Everyone in killing damage right. on both sides. SmackDown's right. health is 13. Raw is 14. Mikey, you close the gap. You yeah, closed the gap a little bit there. A couple of good rolls on no, my side. Not a little bit. You closed it essentially the entire way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple of good rolls turned it around for me there. Six. Oh. And the luck ends with a three. <laughs> okay, I rolled damage for two. So we'll hit Belair for two. That brings you down to three. All right, Dice. This is, there's any time for a 20, baby. <laughs> Did you roll another 20? I rolled a third 20. Let's oh, heal Liv Morgan. A 16. Let's heal Liv Morgan. No, I'm not going to heal Liv Morgan. I'm going to heal Candice Array from right, five to eight. I rolled a 16, so hit me. Let's get Candice Array out of the killing fields. Uh, and I rolled a six on damage. Oh, someone's going down here. Uh, Carmela's out for the count. Whoa, don't like this anymore. Ten point health team damage. Raw's at 17. SmackDown's at seven. It's looking like Ryan's picking all the money in the bank winners today. Looks, looking like it, Mikey. Looking like it. What is it? Nine. Thirteen. <sighs> Mikey. I rolled damage for four. Wait, I rolled a 13. You oh, yeah, right, you're 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 right, you are right you are you are right you Valer's with three. I got Lorray, Morgan, and Rose. Lorray and Rose at six. Morgan at three. Ross team health 15 to three of SmackDown. Mikey, like could be all it. This music's really swelling for you. Can you make this comeback happen? I don't know. What'd you get? I rolled a nine. Let's see. 16. God dang it. 
Let's see how much damage. I gotta be three or higher. It's pretty good odds. Two! Ah, Belair hangs on! Belair hangs on! <laughs> Mikey, you have to win all of these rolls. That's a good start. Oh, Mikey? What did you roll? I rolled a 17. Oh, I rolled a 15. That's game. Oh, that's game. Rolled a 5 for damage. Belair down for the count as well. All right. Mikey. Ryan gets to pick both Money in the Bank winners today. Mikey, I'm so sorry, my friend. But No, that is okay. Listen, the dice were not on my side, and sometimes that happens. I'm on the dice roll. Listen, I got D&D tomorrow, so I'm getting all my bad rolls out now. <laughs> That dice roll, Mikey, uh, 100% on my side this round. Three 20s. I rolled three 20s. Yeah, that's pretty good. I healed. I got back nine points of health <laughs> throughout this match. Yeah, you. Uh, that, was, that, was a, that was a game changer for sure. Yes, that was definitely a game changer. But now I have the, uh, in, uh, the honorable task of choosing the winner of the briefcase. Mm-hmm. uh this is the the task before me mikey you can hype up whoever you think whoever you think should win i can take that into consideration i'm a gracious person so my picks are between tony storm and Shayna basil here Mm. i know those are both smackdown people but those are my picks because tony storm has the story behind it and I think Shayna Baszler would just be very good as somebody to have the money in the bank, as we know, because she had it last year. So, mm-hmm. so we know she's a very threatening person to have that money in the bank briefcase. Um, but I think ultimately I was going to pick Tony Storm because the story was there with her and Piper Niven. Uh, so that was going to be my pick. Uh, I, okay, okay. I'm, I'm definitely dropping Carmella and Mandy Rose out from contention. Destiny! Yes. <laughs> Uh, so that leaves Larray, Belair, Baszler, Morgan, Ripley, and Storm. Mm-hmm. Storm's got a little bit of a story there, but uh, it's interesting. But I'm going to drop Baszler. Okay. I don't think Baszler... I think you're right, but I don't necessarily think that Baszler's story like requires her to have it. Whereas yeah. like Storm's kind of does. I agree with that. Storm doesn't necessarily need it. She can like fight whoever wins it, unless they're on Raw, I guess. But... Mm-hmm. But I think Storm having it is for me. That, again, that would have been my pick because I think Storm having it would have made the most sense in terms of uh, SmackDown victory. You know, it's also the closer. Do we send the home fans home happy, or do we send them home upset? This is where I'm between. This is what I was thinking coming in is the idea of Morgan or Ripley having it mm-hmm. because. Does does their storyline that I've been building, do either of them need the briefcase? Ripley, I'm going to say no. I don't think she needs the briefcase. Uh, she can get her, they'll get her back into, you know, into challenging banks, pers- you know, right? But I don't think, I think, uh, I can, I think it makes sense for her to get a rematch for the title. I think that makes sense mm-hmm. without the briefcase. Something to be said with Liv Morgan having the briefcase. Jude, what are you doing, bud? You opened up Siri, I guess. He wants to talk to a computer. Uh, I guess he wants to use the computer now. I've been I've been hogging it all morning. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to remove uh, Rhea Ripley off the board. Okay. Because I think and if anyone deserves it between the two, I think it's Liv Morgan. 
I think okay. Liv Morgan is more interesting to have. But I'm going to take her off the board nonetheless. Alright, interesting. So that leaves Storm, Belair, LeRae. I like the idea of LeRae having it, Mikey. Just because, as the heel, she can be the heel with the briefcase. We can build up some heat for her. Um, however, Banks is the heel, so it's kind of a, a weird moment there. True. So I'm going to take LeRae off the board. Uh, I mean, and and okay, so it's between Belair and Tony Storm. Yes, it's between Belair and Tony Storm. So, what what are the stories here? I feel like Tony Storm wins; she probably goes after Niven. Yep. Um, Belair wins; she probably goes after Banks, right? No, I I, I mean I I Belair's Belair's on SmackDown. True. I mean, I can I can still see Belair going after Banks, but also I can see Belair going after Niven as well. I think Belair going after Niven is possible, but I also can see. Um, uh, this is my argument, Mikey. This is why I, I. This is what I'm thinking here. Storm will go after Niven, no matter what. At some point, right? Yeah that 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 seems pretty set in stone. I feel like I feel like there's no world where Storm challenges Sasha Banks. And I don't think there's no any world where Storm will or won't challenge Niven for the title with or without the briefcase. Mm-hmm. Belair winning the briefcase can make her a baby, a big baby face on your roster and could be a cool moment eventually. But also I can't imagine Tony storm would be happy about that. No, Tony storm is a revenge character. Yeah. If Tony storm loses the belt here, she's, uh, she's probably if that loses the belt, loses the briefcase here. She's probably going to go on some tirade to get it. So with that all in mind, Mikey, Let's send the fans home happy and make a new star. Let's make Miss Money in the Bank be none other than Bianca Belair. All right. I like it. So Bianca Belair wins the Money in the Bank. Uh, Tony Storm, definitely not happy about that. Mikey, Uh, thoughts? How do you feel about it? Well, since they're both on the SmackDown roster, I feel kind of good about that. Uh, because now I have a chance to build a story around Storm and Belair fighting over the briefcase, uh, and what Storm's ultimate goal being to get the Piper Niven. And you got and you got Baszler who can challenge Niven in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So True. You got you got people in the wings. Yeah, I got go. I got Bas- I, I, I could I could have this I could have this story between Storm and Belair while while Baszler takes on Niven and then eventually have Niven and Storm fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other issue I'm having with this is that I kind of wanted Storm Niven at SummerSlam. I mean, you could still do Storm Niven at SummerSlam. I could. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Storm doesn't need the briefcase to be able to do that. No, no, but it would have helped. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> she does. She does the John Cena Cena challenge where she challenges in advance. Yeah. Um. No, I think you still. I think you still got it. Uh, I think you still got it whatsoever. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do uh, Storm. We'll do. Let's do. Let's do a tag team match where it's Piper Niven and Rhea Ripley against Liv Morgan and Tony Storm. I don't hate that. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Carmella's there too. Uh, <laughs> Carmella's there with King Corbin. Okay, yeah. <laughs> did they break up already? Like that? Yeah, yeah no, they did. They did a while ago. Uh, okay, there we go. 
I'm a gracious per winner. I'm going to let Mikey have that story beat. I'll figure something out on my side. But that is it, Mikey. That's okay. Money in the Bank. I that like it. We, is, I think it was a good pay-per-view all around. I think very, very solid pay-per-view, in my opinion. I think that's a solid... Everyone, I, in my, well, obviously, in my opinion, everyone that I think should win, I think won. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, all of the correct winners, I think, were here. You're right. And we got a title change. We got surprise wins. You know, I think it's a solid pay-per-view. I think every, we hit every beat. Uh, but the show's not over yet, Mikey, because we must hit the randomizer. Uh, mm-hmm. The randomizer, it's a pay-per-view, so it's going to be an exciting part here. But it's a pay-per-view, so every single week we uh, decide. Um, well, not you, we decide. You decide at Twi- on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash countoutpod. Uh, you decide who is the better booker. But we don't do that here on pay-per-views. Instead on pay-per-views, we just roll it all together because obviously we can't do a poll for these pay-per-views in time. Mm -hmm. But also, uh, you know, let's just make it a pay-per-view. People are putting on their best foot forward. Let's make it anything can happen. More craziness can happen, Mikey. So Mm -hmm. we got this list of 1 to 44 items, Mikey, and we're going to hit it on each other to see who gets hurt the most i guess oh yeah they could be good things could be bad things could be like nothing happens things uh but let's find out mikey i got uh i i got my result do you got your result i'm loading it right now okay okay very intriguing especially now hitting the SummerSlam. this could be all yeah. the more intriguing Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, interesting. Okay. All right. Why? Why don't you tell me what you got while mine's floating? It's taking a weirdly long time. I got for you, Mikey, a minor injury. Oh no, I don't like that. Roll a D whatever to see what wrestler gets hurt. Then a D four minus one to see how many weeks they're out. Oh dang, that's rough. Yeah. So let's see how many how many wrestlers on SmackDown wrestlers. We got four guys in the start. We got four guys in the men's and women's. So that is. 4, 8, 12, mm-hmm. uh, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. 18. Oh. I'm going to roll a D18, mm-hmm. and we're going to see who gets injured for D4 minus 1. Let me get my D4 out, by the way, while I'm, while I'm, while I'm thinking here. Uh, D4. There we go. Uh, okay, D18. That's going to be number 11. Four, number 11. Who is number nine, 11? 10, 11, Piper Niven. Piper Niven's getting a minor injury, my champion? <laughs> champion? Right before SummerSlam. You might not even be able to have that SummerSlam match here, Mikey. My champion right before SummerSlam? D4 minus one. So they'll, they'll, probably, they'll, make it, they'll make it to SummerSlam. They're just going to be injured a couple weeks beforehand. It's D4 oh, minus, no, D4 like minus one. There, let's see what we got. We got two minus one. They're out for a week. They'll just miss, miss the next episode. Uh, okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. I can deal with that. I yes. That. Uh, so Piper Niven. Uh, this is next SmackDown episode. That's not. That's not bad. All that's right. not bad. So. No, I can live with that. Okay. Okay. What do you got, Mikey? All right, my Ranger right here has finally decided what it wants to do. And Ryan. Yes. I get to steal a suit. <laughs> God dang it! You son of a bitch! Stop stealing our wrestlers. I get to steal a superstar. You steal Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> okay, no, but um, I do have an idea. I'm looking at so uh, lately. I've been looking at my women's roster, and I feel like I need more. Okay. 
So I'm going to yeah. look. I'm I feel like right to your women's roster here. Terrifying. And it's just steal a superstar. You just take whoever. No trading. It's just you. You get to take someone. Yep. Free of charge. That's, Brian, I know, I know, I think I know, looking at this list, great. I think I know exactly who I want. Great, I'm terrified. I feel like my wins roster is not that great, and I feel like you're going to win. Ryan, I want Io Shirai. Yeah, I saw that name, and I was like, oh, shit, he's going to take Io. He's going to take Io or Asuka, and Io is Shirai. the, uh, I, I would argue, the sexier option there. <sighs> well, god dang it. <laughs> I need more women's heels, clearly. I need to turn some people, but I think Io Shirai is a good addition to the SmackDown roster here. Yeah, I think she's a solid challenger. I think, you know, she can also maybe hold over Baszler. Io Shirai versus Charlotte Flair is a very interesting match. Whether or not Io Shirai kept the team Mm -hmm. up of someone, maybe, uh, to take on for the titles, maybe. I don't know. There's just something about Charlotte Flair, Io Shirai, that I think is a very interesting match there. Maybe it's the the Battle of the Moonsaults. The Battle of the Minsaws. Um But yeah, that, maybe that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, I think I think there's some Io Shirai-ness there. She can, she can have a starter feud against Carmella. That's an easy feud. That's an mm-hmm. easy feud to do. Um, okay, well, I'm not happy about it, but you know, uh, I think you got a better deal out of this situation. Honestly, um, I'm not happy about it, but you know, at least I was able to injure Piper Nevin for one episode. <laughs> <laughs> god dang it all right then that is it for this week's episode of hit the books uh thank you everybody for listening again you can follow us on twitter twitter.com forward slash count out pod uh like i said before uh you can subscribe or follow according to apple Podcasts. they changed their verbiage up it's now like following people uh, and make sure you do because i found out recently mikey and this is very annoying and i think i see it already sort of affecting our uh numbers is that um if you Apple Podcasts updated recently, and I found out that like unless you're following someone, they won't notify you of when a new episode comes out. Um, mm-hmm. Before, if you like download an episode, then it'll like it'll show in your feed, but it wouldn't automatically download uh, an episode. It would be like, oh, they have a new episode out. So like, if there was a podcast that I like listening to, let's say it's like an interview show or whatever, and I like listening to it, but I don't like listening to every single episode. I want to just listen to like the bits and pieces of people I know, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I can download one episode and it would tell me when a new episode came out so I can go look at it right away. Now, it doesn't tell you anything. So you can only know by searching for it immediately, which the search function is also bad, um, or by following. Uh, you, people obviously don't always remember to search. So uh, I highly recommend if you enjoy the show, uh, even if you don't enjoy the show, if you're listening to this, just follow us on Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can subscribe everywhere else you get podcasts. Mikey, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday here on the Countout Network, where me and Zach Batista take you through the independent wrestling scene and bring back matches to review. Uh, we, it's a great show. If, you like, if you're just getting into independent wrestling, if you've been in it for a while, uh, just, I think it's a great show for anyone who's into independent wrestling at all because you know you can get recommendations or you can watch us review matches that you may have already seen. Uh, so go check it out if you're into independent wrestling. I think you'll really enjoy it. 
Yes, definitely go check out Independent Waters. We also have a bunch of other shows that are on here on the network. Your Dose of Dev, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling. And we got um, announcements on the way. Announcements, Mikey, mm-hmm. uh, in store. They're coming. Some spicy stuff coming up. Spicy stuff. We got a bunch of announcements. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Follow us again on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash countoutpod at countoutpod on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'll get, uh, you'll hear all those announcements as they come out. Because uh, cause now your boy's got some free time, so your boy all can right. work on some things finally. Brian's going to crack his knuckles. Uh, now that he's off, he's going to do more work. Because yeah. he's like, oh. I got five weeks off, so I'm going to do more work on this on the network, <laughs> which uh, is, is needed. Uh, and I'm excited to get to it, because I've been... <laughs> I'm barely had enough time to begin with, and now I got more time to do the things. So we got plenty of announcements coming down the pipeline, folks. Uh, you can order t-shirts, subscribe, check out the website countoutpod.com. Um, th- again, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. We'll be back this Friday for an all new episode. So until then, we've got two words for you: cash in. <laughs> we got forty words for you, Mikey. Cash in and book it. <laughs> That's five. That's five words, Mikey. <laughs> Just hit the outro music. This has been a Count Out Podcast.